The Everything Sequel Podcast is brought to you by Tuity Fitness and the Vegas Beer Guys. The Everything Sequel Podcast contains explicit language. Because we learned it from you, Dad. Hello and welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is once again the Halloween edition. We're talking the Halloween movies. Michael Schantz here. Well, the second half of the Halloween movies, I should say. Michael Schantz here of the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, of course, you know him, you love him. The man gripping his knife of wit, Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. What do you got for him, Tom? There's nothing to learn. There are no new insights or discoveries. <laughs> now, contrary to how that sounds, I didn't accidentally quote a review right. of one of these movies. That is, in fact, Jamie Lee Curtis's Laurie Strode in Halloween 2018. Yeah. Uh, telling the audience something that is abundantly clear about every single one of these movies. <laughs> But for some reason, nobody noticed it about Halloween 2018, which was uh, they really didn't. And like you know, it's funny because there's, and yet she says out loud in the film what she 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 lets us know in no uncertain terms. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And then the movie after that seems to make everything that happened in the movie that preceded it not matter at all. It was just by happenstance. Isn't that funny? I mean, we we have so much to talk about in regards to uh, like starting new timelines. Yeah, and yet th- these, you know, having created these timelines, the first thing that these movies do is try to abandon them constantly. Yeah, and I've Which been I thinking think about hilarious. this as so for the you know for the listeners, you know that yes. last October we did. Uh, what was it? Halloween two through six. Yep. And so this year, it's it's hard to tell because at a certain point we start uh, giving up on numbers. But well, yeah, it, two two to curse if you want to be completely accurate. Yeah. So two to curse, and uh, this Halloween or this October, we're going from Halloween H two O through Halloween ends. <laughs> That's right. How apt is that? And Halloween ends hasn't even started. Correct. So <laughs> I, I, in thinking about this this series as a whole, I, mm. I really became kind of mesmerized and astonished by its specific longevity through peaks and valleys. You know, yeah. you can't say this about any other series. Not Friday no. the 13th. Not, uh, you know, uh, 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 I just blanked on what I wanted to say, but Texas, Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre, kind yeah. Kind of, you know. Child's Play. Right. So Child's Play has got this television series. Texas Chainsaw has got this thing on Netflix. But for theatrically based released movies, this yes. series has got it on all the other series. Yeah, and this is the um, the tipping point, isn't it? This is the the... H2O is the movie that could have been a direct-to-video release. Right. 
and taken the... Um... I mean, went so far as to have a movie written to be yes. yeah. a video release. Although, interestingly, given what we've just covered, it is noted in Taking Shape, where the majority of our information will come from, yeah. um, that uh, the, only se- the only film series or the only horror film series that has uh, dragged itself back from video hell is the Amityville Horror, mm-hmm. uh, a movie from which we recently covered on a watch-along. Yes, right. And, and when I read that, it was just in parentheses in the, in the book, and I read it and I immediately thought... That doesn't surprise me. I would believe anything you told me about that series. <laughs> For anybody that has, uh, you know, gone over to the dark side and, and gone ahead and watched along with us. Yeah. Man, what what a trip Amityville 2 was. Absolutely. Uh, but it's, you know, this series also proves that uh, tastelessness and, and uh, tone deaf attitudes by no means ended in 1982. No, 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 no. <laughs> If anything, if you just go off these films, things are getting worse. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. H2O is the political peak, uh, the progressive peak of this <laughs> franchise. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it, it's it's... It's a fascinating beast of a series, and I, I don't think it's any secret to anyone who listened to our to last year's coverage, uh, or just you know um, some of our offhand remarks that I was I wasn't looking forward to um, <laughs> to, to covering the second half of the Halloween franchise. Yeah, um, you thought you I, came up with a brilliant idea last year. Because it I meant did, you could yeah. stop at six, which is where you wanted to stop. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but, but now but it's next we... year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the chickens have come home to roost. Yes. Um, because, you know, I simply don't have the affection for or attachment to these films that I have to, to the curse. I, I have nowhere near the uh, yeah. attachment that I do for to the curse. Yeah, uh, but which means I I feel like I am evaluating these without any sentimentality. Okay, yeah. Um, but I which think is unlike good you, for the podcast. I mean, I think we, you know, we. I'm sure I mentioned this last year that this is my all-time favorite series in the horror genre. I love everything to do with uh, Michael Myers. Yeah, I am a sucker for Michael Myers. Anytime I see Michael Myers, I I yay! I get I get very excited. Mm-hmm. I you can dream about him. Yeah, I, I have I have recurring dreams about Michael Myers, and I'm delighted by being chased by Michael Myers, in my dreams. Yeah, and that's good. Yeah, and uh, so I'm not saying this wasn't difficult because uh, it was because it was, <laughs> but I will also say that it kind of evened out quite well, like. So we have so we have four movies, and we sort will of. add a fifth as it is released. <laughs> yeah. Halloween ends, but in the of these four movies, two of them were much better than I remembered them, and two of them were even worse than I remembered them. <laughs> One of which I didn't think it was possible yes. to have a worse viewing experience of, and yet I did. I um, I think but I it kind of you know I'm, but oh, so we've got but it evened out you know sort of I was I was pleasantly surprised by two of them and absolutely mortified by two of the others. Okay. 
So I think I can guess where you're going. Yeah. And with the the one you're speaking of specifically, I think I had yes. a little bit different reaction within the same reaction <laughs> in which it was so bad that it kind of started becoming comical for me. Mm. And I uh, I almost reveled in, in the number of times that I laughed out loud. I delighted. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I would say the only... But I, I mostly can't agree... that movie just makes me sick. I, yeah, absolutely. I can't agree really with any of that apart, apart from the fact that I, 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 I laughed out loud more than once. But then I resented being put in a position where I was being made to laugh out loud. <laughs> Which I think is a very important distinction. Yes, okay. Especially when you're watching a Halloween film where... This is by no means the objective. Correct. Yeah. And uh, there'll be a lot to say about um, about tone and genre, I think, when it comes to the uh, the latter trilogy. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, this isn't, you know, it, it, this isn't a comedy based on the Halloween franchise, okay? This is Halloween. This is all we have. (laughs) And you need to treat it as such. It cannot just be your own thing. You're starting to paint a picture for me, friend. Yeah. But anyway. Um... So that's that's the the position I'm in. But, I mean, you know... Objectively, these are this is also fascinating because within these four to five movies, t- there are two brand new timelines created. Yes, correct. Which uh, I don't think is particularly common uh, for them to happen so close to each other. That's Maybe it's interesting. getting more I, I never even gave it. I you know all I've given thought to was the fact that it did happen, but the idea that it is uncommon within the genre. Yeah. That's interesting. Maybe so close, to, you know, maybe maybe not so close together. I mean, mm-hmm. periodically rebooting, but not rebooting, like, basically ever. And, you know, there's a whole reboot that we're not talking about in the middle of these two. Yeah, right. That's the other, you know, the, <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's an elephant in the room and his name is Rob Zombie. Yeah. So you're watching both sides. We will of, talk. Of, Yes. Well, maybe. Yes. Okay. Um, Your nightmare will we've... become complete. <laughs> so when you're watching these movies, there's the kind of specter of the Rob Zombie uh, yeah, Halloween couplet in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, a man so that wants to punish you for watching a serial killer. Yeah. So it's it's in a sense it's even it's even stranger that we're rebooting again because you're not even seeing that there's a reboot <laughs> there's a reboot in between that you can't even see when you're watching these you're watching it the way that we did uh-huh so it's it's fascinating in that regard and there's um again there'll be lots to say about that it's also interesting you know we we haven't seen halloween ends we're only going to see it when it comes out in theaters so basically uh, what you and i are going to do is we're going to do for those of us that have been with us from almost the beginning yeah we're gonna we're gonna trolls to it which means which means we will 
I mean, I'm sure everyone understands what you're saying. Yes, of course, please of course. Elaborate. Well, we're gonna we're gonna rank these four movies, and then uh-huh. we're gonna say where we think Halloween Ends will go. Then we'll watch yeah. Halloween Ends and report back. Were we right? Right. Were we wrong? And just just in relation to that, I mean, we'll get to the we'll get to the the, the rankings we know. Yes. Do you feel Do you feel like you can already place that movie in the rankings? I have a. I am coming into this with a logical guess, but I, I, I also am. I, I feel like I'm going to hedge too because. No, you can't hedge. I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's. It's some, pure speculation, Michael. I, I understand. I, I want to put it somewhere, and I am unsure. I am literally. Yeah. I, I am unsure if it'll be correct. I feel I know exactly where to put it, and I feel like there's no other place that it could be. Oh, no. That's how I feel about it. I mean, I'm sure I'll be horribly wrong, because as I admitted to you off mic, I didn't see Halloween Kills coming. Only oh, any yeah, of no. us did. Well, neither one of Only us did. Only the world did. Yeah. So they could blindside us in a totally different way. I also wonder if you and way. I are in the minority on that movie. Not in the minority... Well, I mean... You know, not in the not in the world of podcasting. Um, I know uh, podcaster Matt Goley described it as one of his least favorite film-going experiences of all time. Okay, good. Well, all right, then I feel better. So we've got that barometer. <laughs> but yes, I mean, I mean, you know, anecdotally, I was in a I was in an audience full of teenagers um, on the night it was released. They seemed to be having a good time. So. Yeah. I do. I have a I have, again another one of my, I went and saw it a few days later, and yeah. caught myself saying several times, "What the fuck?" Out loud. Also, I have um, here in here in San Diego, um, we have a, a great uh, film critic and entertainment reporter called Beth Acomando, who's also sure a friend do. of mine. Yeah. Um, and uh, she basically she prepared she prepared me. For um for Halloween Kills, um so she she feels the same way that I do. So maybe there's a there's a somewhat of a critical consensus that when it comes to general audiences. I don't know, but here's I have a theory, and I came up with this today in the shower. <laughs> so you know it's going to be good. <laughs> you know it's going to be nonsense. Um, I have it with modern franchise cinema. That we are kind of. You, I and we have encountered so many films recently that fall into the same category of there. There's nothing, nothing to merit that. There's no merit in them, mm-hmm. and yet critics and audiences seem to really Rave. respond to them. And I think it is it is safe to say that if you present an audience with a certain kind of a certain set of ingredients, regardless of how they're actually cooked and served to you, mm-hmm. you will res- you will have a mass hallucination and respond positively. I and I have a feeling it, I, Halloween I, I, kills. Well, maybe even Halloween two thousand eighteen falls into that category. It's like it's not. It's about what it is. It's not about how it's done. Yeah, I you know hmm. Bill and Ted face the music. I, I I can find no other explanation as to why people responded so well to that film, other than 
it was a Bill and Ted film. Right, just the nostalgia of it. Well, not even nostalgia, just like it, it's, a, it's a Bill and Ted film that, you know, everything is there that you want to be there. Mm-hmm. And I think that counts for way more than what is actually hap- you know what is actually happening in front of you. Well, uh, speaking to that, and we referenced it before, the book taking shape. Yeah. I, what, one thing I specifically remember fr- uh, from that book was they were going to retcon the ending for the two, for the 2018 Halloween. One of their ideas to, was to retcon the end of the 1978 film which was to kill off Loomis. I mean, I mean they might have well have, they might as well have done. <laughs> right? I mean <laughs> at, then at we wouldn't point. have this amazing flashback scene from Halloween Kills, Tom. Well, this is and so the but, the other But my point and, is what is you know that they had this idea to to retcon the end and have uh you know Loomis get killed by Michael Myers and it's Laurie Strode who shoots him six times, seven times in Halloween 2 off the balcony and that was going to be the ending and it was John Carpenter who said, you're just going to piss off fans if you do that, so don't do it. They really needed John Carpenter to come in and tell them that? That's, yeah, that's what made me sad. And But it's not about pissing off fans. I mean, I get, I get that that's how you stop them from doing it. It would have pissed me off. But that's not really the that's not really the point. The point is, you're re and this is this is their the attitude of David Gordon Green and Danny McBride throughout these two movies is, uh, we're content to rewrite history, as we please, mm-hmm. and we will pretend things don't happen and then steal from them. I never got the well. I have two senses. I never got the sense that they're stealing from the other movies in the first movie. Well, they're stealing from movies that they have wiped from existence. <laughs> right. But. Well, how can you do both? I mean, how can you do both things with a straight face? I don't know. I genuinely don't understand. Well, I mean. I wish I did because it would make the experience of modern franchise cinema so much easier. I don't know I that don't necessarily. Just because you decide to create your own timeline doesn't mean you can't. But then come up with your own timeline. Be reverential and still like the other movies. But then come up with your own timeline. What's the point of creating a new timeline if you're going to do everything exactly the same again? Well, what do you mean? Like, not have Laurie Strode in it at all? No, I mean... I mean, I don't... Like, if you're going to go to the trouble of... removing three or four sequels from the canon, Mm -hmm. from the storyline, from your timeline, don't immediately go out and make the same storytelling decisions that they do. I see, okay. Make the same references, have the same ideas, have the same themes, scenes, and stories. Yeah. It's It's just bullshit. And once again, we're faced with the direct sequel problem of it's not a direct sequel to the original Halloween. It's a direct sequel to the things that that you put at the beginning of your movie Mm -hmm. to bridge the gap between the two films. I don't know why it is, but for some reason, all the the references to the original Halloween bother me way more in Halloween Kills than they did in Halloween. 
Well, it's worse, yeah. but I think it's a matter of degree, not kind. Yeah, okay. And that was that was one of my revelations upon rewatching yeah. Halloween and Halloween Kills back but to back what this I... time. Was like the rot starts earlier than you then remember. Then you remember. Oh, I, yeah, I think you might be right about that. You're not looking forward to this at all. <laughs> I am. Hey, hey, we, we've got a lot to talk about before we get there. Well, I'll tell you one thing, though. Based on just this beginning part of our conversation, this is going way different than I thought it would. Yeah, I mean, and I'm, yes. I, I well, think, we should, I mean, we, I should, think probably, I'm secretly we should probably get into surprised it and happy by that. Yeah, we, we should, should get into get... it. I mean, so, I mean... Well, the reason is, it's like I, I'm going to have to be specific at some point soon if anyone's going to understand what I'm talking what, yeah, about. Yeah, we're, we're being cagey because we don't want to try to let too much out of the bag. Yeah. But we're we happy should to be saying that as what we're to here where to... a, a movie that we haven't seen lies yeah, in right. our ranking. Yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna hedge when it comes to the movies that are actually in there. But of course, ladies and gentlemen, what we should be saying is that we are here to rank and declare on these four movies. Yeah. And that's a very different proposition from doing a although I I guess we will in our final uh, episode for the series try and do a um, an overall ranking of the Halloween series. Mm-hmm. We can, yeah. But, but when you're doing it just for these four to five movies, mm-hmm. um, it's a very different proposition. That's what struck me about this exercise. It's uh, you're you're. It's it's a it's a field of comparison that is that creates completely different results. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, let me ask you this, because I always ask you this: <laughs> Was this easy for you, <laughs> or was it difficult? Well, I guess I guess I've already given that away because, you know, yeah, there was there was. Well, you've mentioned there's... that there are surprises, but that doesn't mean the ranking is easier or more difficult. Uh, I think there's there's. Um... I, it seems see, to me you've got two columns. You've got that's it, good yeah. and, the, and the bad, and there's two of each. I spl- no, not necessarily, but I would definitely I would break this list. It, there's a top two. And I a apologize. Three. I I uh, I didn't yeah. mean in terms of officially declaring them good or bad. Yeah. But there were two surprises, yeah. two movies. Yeah. You hate. There's a top two and a bottom two, and even within that, I think it's pretty clear which is which is better or worse. So I guess I have to say it was it it was easy. Okay. Um. And I suppose good or bad is easy too. Okay. For me. I didn't sweat a lot over this one. I thought. But, yeah. But I again, came I into think, it I think thinking the... one thing would be very difficult. And actually, that yeah. in terms of ranking, I thought. I knew what movies would be one and two, and I knew what movies would be three and four, and I thought each mm. would be difficult, and maybe I could switch out either one. I have no idea what you could possibly be talking about. <laughs> but upon watching them, that did not happen. I think my list is going to be more surprising than yours. We'll see. what you're saying right now. Um, yeah, so I'm. It, it's... It's it's kind of it's interesting. 
it's a, just an interesting set of movies and but they but when you put them together i don't know a hierarchy emerges very quickly mm-hmm. for me but i think that is vastly different from how the rest of the world thinks about these movies i guess that's really the only point of interest in my rankings is that i might be giving more credit for a film that people have traditionally given less credit to and vice versa i well i'm definitely i think doing that okay yeah this is this is like finding out that we live next door to each other yeah exactly you know? so <laughs> we're getting off the train walking down the same apartment i think you probably thought that one of my that a particular movie would be at the top of my list and if it was that guess then you're wrong i don't know how else to okay this is stupid this this is like a choose your own adventure right it's fucking bandersnatch right now but also i mean at least from my perspective i think we have another dark knight on our hands because uh Mm. i do think that i'm in a i'm going to be roundly negative about a movie that almost everyone has has good things to say about I think I'll have more good things to say than you do, but I am going to, especially on this last viewing, understand what you're saying. I mean, clunky storytelling is clunky storytelling, right? Whether it comes with a joke or not. <laughs> now I'm getting too specific. Yeah, let's, you're getting let's specific. Rank. Let's rank. Good to let's go. rank. <laughs> uh, do you want to go first? However you want to do it. I don't know. What movie would you think I'd have at the top of my list? <laughs> uh, can I take a sip of water first? Okay. Because I think we've talked Is... about these movies before, so I don't mean... Is it a sip of water? <laughs> I I would have sworn that a movie was going to be at the top of my list. And at the end of the day... I realize a couple of things. One, one of these movies I think is way better than it ever got credit for. And two, I think it's, with the benefit of hindsight, it has stayed a good movie for me. All right. And so for me, the movie at the top of my list for this uh, secondary part of the Halloween franchise is Halloween H2O. I'm going to have another sip of water. (laughs) Because top of my list is also H2O. All right. So, okay. Also give it its full title, H2O Halloween. 20 years later. 20 years later. (laughs) I got to tell you, I did not remember that. And then it came up on screen the 20 years later. And that made me laugh out loud. I thought, who put that there? Decide on the title. First thing you do when you make a film, decide on a title. You can't just narrow it down to three options. Right. <laughs> and then present that to the viewer. That's not how titles work. Uh, for me, this is a, 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 I think it's a pretty goddamn good movie. And it for me, it only suffers from a couple of things. I think it is a an earnest yeah. attempt. It is definitely earnest. Yeah. yeah, to 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 do everything that uh, fans 
of the franchise would want and mm-hmm. just to make a you know a good movie and it, it, this movie's gotten I think that the title of the movie is what is mostly given this movie uh the opportunity to be shat upon yeah more than anything else that and Do you the think it obvious is references to Scream and trying to make it look and sound like Scream. I mean, that's understandable in context, right? In context, I mean, yeah. But Given where horror was going at the time. Absolutely. It's not an unworthy project. I mean, I, no, I, yeah. I think, I think metatextuality and psychoanalysis are the two driving forces of the movie. And that's a legitimate place for the halloween franchise to go Mm -hmm. at this point in in filmmaking history um so i mean similar to you like i i I think well actually probably differently to you i feel like in the overall rankings this might feel like more of a footnote there's a slight there's a kind of slightness about it that i think a lot of people use to you know, use as a weapon against it. Mm-hmm. But if you flip that, this is a this feels fresh in a way that none of the other films. Yeah, do right. Feel fresh. It does. Yeah, it has. A, I mean, right has, down to the music. Right. It has a reasonably original concept behind it. Yeah. It's executed. Uh, again, it's executed quite well particularly in regards to characterization and performances mm-hmm. um and it's you know the story is told kind of uh, efficiently and in, in a satisfying way very efficiently was one of my notes i thought i thought this movie was very and efficient. That's, i think you know it, it and... yeah it's the shortest running time of any halloween yeah. film sometimes but when you think co- about what they chose to excise from it yeah uh you know a some B story about two detectives following Michael Myers across country. Yeah. It's definitely judicious. I mean, yeah. I have some questions about how they're actually using the running time they have sometimes, but um, <laughs> that's not to say that I don't appreciate them, you know, editing the movie within an inch of its life. Yeah. And that you wish all movies were edited this way. My takeaway um, as well. Yeah. But I mean, to me, there was no. Uh, to me, there was absolutely no comparison with the other three movies that we watched. Mm-hmm. In, in regards to everything you said, and in regards to everything I said, it just it it really stands out as as a, it, it has a kind of competency that the other films in this series can't really muster. Um, yeah, I I think I have nicer things to say about one of these movies than you do, but. But this is a way stronger screenplay than the movie you're yeah. definitely talking about. <laughs> Get us trying to save save shit for our audience. That rhymes with schmalashmeen, blousen, and blableen. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I'll, I mean, I'll, we'll get there when we get there, but I have... Um... I had two. I had two big revelations watching that movie. Back. Okay. Uh, and also, just to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, um, you said the perfect adjective, earnest. Because mm-hmm. I, I think, yeah, it's it's sincere. It's a genuine tribute. Yeah, exactly. 
rather than a disingenuous tribute, which I think all the other films of the series could be accused of. Okay. At different points in the movie. Which is not to say there aren't redeeming qualities uh, to at least one of the others. <laughs> so, so that leads me to ask you... Um, we're we're talking about rhyming with Halloween and Schweinehaire, yeah. and you're talking about two movies you hate. And I have to gather that the most recent run of these movies, the David Gordon Greens, are at the bottom of your list. So my question to you is: Halloween Resurrection second on your list? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh, so it's a surprise, as much a surprise to me as it is to you and anyone who is listening. <laughs> so, L- listen, listen. I mean, we'll we'll get there when we get to good or bad. But <laughs> there's so much potential in this film. I think so too. <laughs> and not all of it is wasted. I agree. And I think, and I can't say that about the bottom two. I'm just, I'm sorry, yeah. I just can't, I can't say the same. So that's why it's second. It's second on my list, and it's such a nice. Uh, it, it's such a nice. I don't know what you would call it. Uh, well, a sequel, but I'm trying to come up with a better <laughs> word than that. Counterpart. It's re- such a really nice counterpart to H2O in ways that I'd never considered before. Well, Not when it comes you, to it, the, continuity or anything like that. But yeah, like, but here's the thing that's interesting about this movie. If you take if you take out really the only reason Jamie Lee Curtis is there is because she was contractually obligated to be there. Yeah. And if you if you excise that scene from the movie, it's literally the only movie in the or in the entire franchise that is an outlier, meaning it doesn't take place within any narrative yeah. of yeah, any true. of the other movies. Mm-hmm. So it stands alone. It does. In contrast to all the other movies. And I kind of like that. I like that a lot, because too. Because that's I think... kind of where you get to in every f- franchise by the time you're getting to the 8th, ninth, 10th movie. Yeah. And... It's, it's, a, it's, a rotten, it's a rotten movie with a fresh taste. Yeah. That's the... That, that's kind how... of, I was just going to say that because of that, because it's not burdened by any of the other stories and any of the other timelines, it's kind of a... Breath of fresh air. It's it's no. I mean, it's a breath. It's a breath of rotten air. But okay, yeah, fine. But yeah, I mean, you know what? What the, obviously? Well, we'll we'll get there with good or bad. There there is there are some batshit crazy choices in this film that are absolutely unforgivable. Nuts. But I think the bone, the bones of it, the the the, the foundation of it is really interesting and. When you take, I think if you take some the, of that is pulled, some of that is often pulled off. Yes, I think there are. I can't believe I'm saying this. No, I know. <laughs> I, think, I think there are intellectual ideas Definitely. behind now, this story. I'm glad you took the bullet for me yes. because I didn't want to say that first. Right. I didn't right. want to be the first to say that on an intellectual level. Yeah. <laughs> I found this really thought-provoking. There are <laughs> it's intellectual ideas behind this movie yeah. that you would never think would be there, could be there, should be there, but are there. That movie's made at a specific time in 2002 in which we're all yeah. sort of raptured by reality television, and so that's one idea, and this is yeah. sort of graining against that. But then you have this other idea that I kind of find 
even more interesting and fascinating was if you take Orson Welles and the, I like uh, where you're going. Yeah, everyone else is turned off, but I like where you're going. <laughs> so when you take um, um, War, uh, not War of the, um, yeah, War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds, rather. Yeah. yeah. So when you take War of the Worlds <laughs> and you had this idea of this man presenting this fake thing. Yeah. That everybody mm -hmm. believed is real. And then the yeah. intellectual idea of the people behind the characters within this story presenting something fake that nobody yeah. believes is real. That's I liked that idea. I like that a lot. That is an I, I interesting like the, idea. I like the idea of the meta audience as well. I yeah, think right. That's one of the successes of the movie. And it's kind of interesting, like more is made of the meta quality of H2O because it's so closely aligned to the Scream movies. Yeah, right. And yet this is the one where that concept actually becomes more than just superficial, mm -hmm. more than just name-checking. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, you actually, you actually feel like this is a movie that's using the genre of horror to get to grips with the fact that media broadcasting and popular culture are changing in a big way and what the fuck do we do with that with regards to reality right. and fiction and i never thought that halloween resurrection would make me feel that way yeah. but it absolutely did which is not to say that it is a unqualified success or even a qualified success mm -hmm. no no yeah no or even a qualified failure but it's <laughs> It's something more than people think it is, and it's way more interesting than the other two films in the series. Not quite, not quite as well. I think it's more interesting than H two O, but it's also more flawed on the yeah, level of absolutely. on a level of craft. Yeah, right. So you have to you put those two things. But I find myself responding to both movies as a you know together at the same time. Like I got for thinking about both of them at once, actually, I found very stimulating, mm -hmm. which is weird because, they, like you say, they're literally apart from this interqual, yeah, uh, between the two movies yeah. that starts the second one. There's really no um, serial connection between them. No, yeah, right. And yet they're they're both thematically similar, like me meta meta cinema. Yeah, right. Well. Like metatextuality and psychoanalysis is just as prominent in Halloween Resurrection as it is in H two O, and I think it's the way they deal with it is more interesting. But but they, I mean they, you know, they drop the ball so so many so times, many times that you cannot say it's a better movie, or you cannot yeah you can't say it's a better movie. No. Good or bad is a different question. Okay, agreed. However. Yeah, I know you've gone with um, the 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 sitcom uh, version of Halloween. Yeah, I know. So here's the thing. <laughs> My first and and the rest of the world is on your side. Yeah, I mean, when I first saw 2018 Halloween, I was pleased as punch. Like I had the best time in the movie theater watching it. I just don't understand. And it hit all the buttons that I. I wanted to have hit. Now, but you like good storytelling even more than I do. I think I think there is uh, 
Sorry, I shouldn't. No, 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 no. You're the you, thing you, is, you, is, you, is that you're, you're entitled to your opinion, and your opinion is in the majority. So the thing is, is I that I, 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 I well, actually now now that you said it, I think you might be right in terms of our Christopher Nolan Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Rises. I realize argument. I said Dark Knight, which was not what I meant to say. Right. We both like the Dark Knight, just not as much as some people do. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think with this particular movie, I ride you know, I, I'm I'm with the fandom on that the crest of that wave. Yeah. Except I can see that I'm about to fall off my surfboard. I uh No, I I, I let me tell you what happened on this viewing. So upon this viewing, mm. for the not the first time, but but more than any other time I've watched the movie, I saw all the cracks and all the flaws. But yeah. well, there's nothing there. It's nothing but uh, cracks and flaws. There's nothing there. There's there's it's one thing for me that gels at the end, and it's the idea. But you know, I also think that the. I don't think it was purposeful and I think it was accidental, but I'm not going to fault the movie for that. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah. in the midst of me too, and like watching these three generations of women drop a, a flare. That was definitely accidental on their oppressor. It was, it was completely accidental, but yeah, it was a, it, it, it really was affecting for me. Okay. Upon I this can viewing. see that, yeah. And yeah. it was enough for me to, to to barely call it better than Resurrection. So I have Halloween 2018 okay. second on my list. Which means, of All course, right. Resurrection is third on my list. And again... And why, and this and why, was, does, this it, is the and why total... does it mean that, Michael? What's that? Oh, yeah. And why does... I sorry, I called you Michael. Why does it mean that, Mike? I'm getting my Michaels and my Mikes mixed up you can, because we're talking yeah, I, about Halloween. I, uh, I go by anything, as you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what's interesting to me is I started this off thinking, okay, 2018 and H2O are going to battle for my top spot, and I'm pretty sure 2018 is going to be on the top. And then I watched the movies and went, oh, no. And, and not you know, only is... I, H2O yeah. at the top, but Resurrection. But like you said, okay. they're like, it's fun. Like, it's way more enjoyable as a viewing experience. Oh, you're way probably right, but <laughs> all I can, I can't find anything in Halloween 2018, but 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 problems and holes and misdirections, like. It, it, it's a film that's constantly taking the wrong road. I, I anyway. I mean, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's I, just me. No, I. Well, let me ask you this: Do you do like? What about the trauma for Laurie Strode? Do you Seen wish it, they didn't even it. go H two O? Did it all? Did it? Did so, it better? Did it? Did yeah? This is the problem. Like, yeah. if H two O didn't exist, I would have an easier time giving two thousand nineteen. A break, but as I understand it, it stole everything from that movie with regard to Laurie Strode. Do you think but, the difference, but for them as as writers and the director, do you think the difference is 
functioning versus non-functioning within society, within her alcoholism, within... I, clearly, it's, it's not the, enough it, for you, but... No, it's not. It, it's... it's. But it's... Ha- the, 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 but the problem is, it's not even, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're doing the same thing and a movie that came before you, as the movie that came before you and the movie before you, 100% of the time handles it better... How can I possibly take it seriously? Mm. I never think there's a moment where Halloween 2018 has the edge on H2O in any aspect of Laurie Strode's characterization. Mm-hmm. And indeed, Jamie Lee Curtis's performance. As I think is way better in H2O. Yeah. And she had way, and seemingly she had way more creative control. And I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, All right. Anyway. Interesting. I'm really sorry. I just can't. I, I, I cannot see the good. I, see I don't the, see I what see, everyone I else see, sees. I see good. In, I think it's a mass hallucination. I really do. I don't think it's that bad. I don't. It's really bad. I think it's a. Anyway, we're not there yet. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we're not there. So that means for. Well, wait. So. But do you take 2018 over Halloween Kills? Please tell yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Do. Oh, you did. Yeah, you did. Honestly, okay. you never. Oh, no, but, but, but we've not even done the one thing we had to do. What? Which is where does where does Halloween ends go in the list? All right. I'm going to say. Yeah. That I think it will be better than Halloween Kills. Yes, I agree with that. And be fourth on my list. It's also fourth on my list. Okay. Because, yes, I can't. I can't contemplate a world in which there is a film worse than Halloween Kills. Yeah, if it's worse than Halloween Kills. <laughs> yeah, cinema is done, right? Yeah. I mean, it's the, yes. It's 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 time for us to just you know go to YouTube and never leave. Like that's it. We need a new medium. Um. <laughs> But I also, but the other part of the other reason why it's fourth for me is because I don't at the rate that they're making this trilogy, I don't think they have the time to pull back from their bad habits. Mm. That's interesting. So that's why it's fourth. Because I don't, I, I, I don't. You know, it's like we regardless of how you felt about The Last Jedi, you knew Rise of Skywalker wasn't suddenly going to pull the rabbit out of the hat, right? It was... <laughs> Things are going in a certain direction. A certain direction, yeah. It's right. really just about damage limitation at this moment. Yeah. That is the only job of Halloween Ends. And I don't think the people behind it are capable of doing it beyond a certain level of quality. So that's why it's fourth on my list. All right. Time will tell. Yeah, but uh, I mean, you know, Halloween Kills would be at the bottom of pretty much any list. Uh, however you conceptualized it. <laughs> there's the, I tell you, there's even a there's a moment I noticed. This just goes to show that it is outside of the Halloween franchise. This is a rotten piece of filmmaking. Uh-huh. There's a scene in the in the hospital 
during the riot oh. where you can visibly see um, extras laughing. Oh, that I didn't see. Yeah. Okay. So, this is, whichever way you cut it, this is absolute garbage oh. and deserves to be consigned to the trash bin of history. <laughs> I mean, I've never it had was a movie no just sort of make my blood boil as much as that movie did. So, by the way, officially calling it bad movie. <laughs> I'll let the cat out of the bag. Uh, yeah, that, that cat has, has left the bag. It's in the litter tray. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, it's a, it's a horrific film. It really and I, is now bad. I've seen, and now I've seen it twice, and, uh, and there was no... You want to know the worst thing for me? That it's worse the second time round? Third. Why did you watch it again for? Because I want. I so I went into the theaters. I saw it. <laughs> yeah, you're like that couldn't have happened. But uh, exactly. <laughs> but it was on simultaneous release. And so about two weeks. So you went home and watched about it. About two again. weeks later, I thought mm. there's no way it's as bad as I remembered it. There's yeah, yeah. no way. And I yeah. watched it again, and I said, it, it is. And then watching it, it a third time, it was even worse. But almost comically yeah. so. I almost enjoyed it more oh. this time, knowing how much I was going to hate it, and then seeing new shit that made it even more ridiculous. There's also, on the on the repeat viewings there's also of, of a movie this bad, you also get to that point, it's like, Okay, the exercise is over. It's as bad as I remember it, if not worse. When can I get out? Yeah. <laughs> and because we're doing this for a podcast where I have to know, I have to remember what happens in the entire movie, I didn't have that luxury. But the last 40 minutes of the movie was probably the greatest struggle I've ever had getting to the end of a film. That's um, great. You know, when it's like, it's like, I know there's no payoff. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, I know. <laughs> There's nothing to look forward to. That um, movie is cheating every single moment it possibly can. It's always cheating to get to, to achieve yeah. its own goals. God, you know, and the sad thing is... I I I feel mostly the same way to a lesser degree about Halloween 2018. But honestly, my main reason for calling it a bad movie is because pretty much all the storytelling is clunky and there's so much reverse engineering. Mm -hmm. Nothing is organic in that in the film. You might win it... me over. <laughs> Seriously. So that yeah, and and that added to the fact that we already, you know, that the that it everything in the movie is old news, and that you you know that that the pre previous versions of the film, many of which this film refuses to acknowledge the existence of, are inf infinitely better mm -hmm. examples of what they're trying to do. I just got nothing. I got no. I, there's nowhere for me to go. All right. I, I can't. So I cannot fault you, because. You're... But are you saying it's a bad movie? <sighs> I don't think you are, and that's fine. 
Most people would call this a good movie. I really... People, in, people involved in some of the films that you think are better think this is a better movie than the one they made. Yeah, right, right. Kevin Williamson thinks this is better than H2O. He's wrong. He is wrong. <laughs> so we're both saying Let's Halloween say H2O you. is good. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's I think it's really good. We're both saying kills I think it's is bad. Good I think it's good storytelling. Yeah, you're saying uh, 2018 is bad. Yes. I'm so on the fence, Tom. I'm gonna would you, barely would you call it a good movie. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what you want to say. Yeah, that is what I want to say. So. Yeah, it, it reaches that threshold. It, it claws its way to that threshold for me. And but the, so here's the thing. I can't wait to hear why. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because <laughs> I genuinely right now cannot imagine what those examples are. <laughs> you might not be wrong is what I'm saying. <laughs> By the time we're done talking about it, it kind of reminds me of... Uh, our our talk about J the Jaws series, which I was wrong about, so I might be wrong about this. Well, what do you mean? Oh, I think after seeing the number of sequels that that we have uh, since then, I would absolutely say Jaws two is a good movie at this point. Okay, but do you still have Jaws three above it? It would definitely be closer. Okay. I'd have to go back and watch them both. So for yeah, me, but... I, I had this sort of epiphany just the other day on a walk. I thought about, in the Jaws series, the only two movies out of all of those sequels that are definitely How Dare You movies are three and four. Mm -hmm. Jaws 2, not so much. It's just this, like, workmanship yeah. Kind of, you know, it's not Which great, but it, it's... it turns out it's harder to do than I originally yeah, thought. Yeah, it's it's it, to ago. me it's just this workmanlike solid <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah. It, it's it's a good movie. I think it is. Whereas but it's not the movie I prefer. I I like Jaws 3D more yeah. personally. Also understandable. And Oh man, it's so it, it's even more difficult with this series. I'm I'm going to say that Halloween Resurrection is a bad movie. It is a bad movie. Because it is a bad movie. Even I'm not gonna try and argue it's not a bad movie. But I do think I'm gonna I'm there's gonna put too much in that there's too much working against it. Like Yeah. Beyond you know it isn't even a discussion. Yeah. That it's a bad movie. But I think it's the movie I prefer over twenty eighteen. I think I'm doing the same thing. I'm going to list 2018 above it, and I'm going to barely call that a good movie. Hmm. Uh, I, get I don't know that I prefer of... it. I, <laughs> I don't know that I prefer it. I understand what you're saying. That's I get something out of Resurrection that, that, that Halloween 2018, in its lack of imagination, couldn't even dream yeah. of getting close to. I, and that's why the gap is Resurrection so significant. Resurrection is... is clunky in so many ways but the like i said the ideas behind it are what i like the ideas yeah the ideas you know? and the themes and some of the execution yeah versus the same ideas the same themes 
and a zero success rate of execution. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Um, I think there are. I think a... there are successes in execution in 2018. Okay, I look forward to hearing about them. Yeah, cannot think of what they could possibly be. All right, Ed, you'll have to educate me. <laughs> I've never been able to do so in the past. <laughs> I'll stay relatively open-minded. Okay, fine. It's the best I can promise. <laughs> In the meantime, well, because, you know, because the world, the world is telling me I should, uh, I should be seeing something in this film that I'm not seeing. Do you so... resent that more than anything else? <laughs> I think in asking that question, you have answered it. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> and in regards to Halloween ends, I say thankfully. Oh, and we have to decide that too. Time will tell. Oh, do you want to decide whether or not it'll be good or bad? I'm going to I say it'll be bad. For, I think we did for Trolls too. I think it's going to be bad. I think it's going to be another stinker. I was slightly encouraged about a time jump. I see. I don't. I I don't think they. And this goes back to your original point. I don't think they get got the kind of pushback they should have for Halloween Kills for this to. Definitely not. Um. And I'll tell you one of the things that for I, this to be a repost yeah, to that. Yeah. You're right. Because one of the things that I find remarkable about that film is that released on the same day in theaters. And on streaming platforms, and it still made like $150 million. Yeah, there was a, a huge appetite for it. Yeah. Until everyone realized that it was uh, uh, <laughs> it was propaganda for uh, the people who... Stormed the Capitol. Stormed the Capitol in Fucking January 6th. Fuck. So upsetting. And that is really undeniable. Yeah. I've tried to deny it. Is first, I mean, wasn't that your first thought when you saw it in the theater? It wasn't my first thought, but oh, you, you were too, is... you were too incensed about digital <laughs> digital Loomis. He's not digital Loomis, though. He's slightly digital Loomis, in the nose and the chin, as I understand. Let's face it, it he's a Loomis alike. Yeah, I've got, I've got, I've. We've got a lot to talk about with regards to the yeah, guy. Don't pretend like it's the only movie, including our favorite in this series, with fake Loomis voice. No. <laughs> no, well, that's it. But as as we talked about it last year with the Halloween films, you have to expect a modicum of disrespect towards the, yeah. the, the memory of Donald Pleasance. Yeah. But it's about where you draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> What's unacceptable? Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so. All right. Well. This is going to be a, a quite a Halloween ride. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All aboard the spooky train. It's spooky yes. for more than one reason. That's right. You're going to have to tell us what you think, everyone. Do you think everybody else has Halloween H2O at the top of their list? I don't think they do. No, I don't think they do. Well, they're wrong. You're wrong. I I mean, <laughs> let's not forget as well, we're, we're going to start by talking about two films that 
no longer exist in the current timeline. Yeah, right. So, do people even consider it real Halloween? Of course. Of course there was a time when people didn't consider this real Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, tell us what you think. Where do you have these movies ranked? Are they good or bad? Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us an email to everythingsequel at gmail.com. For Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions, Michael Schantz here. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. When you hear us next time, we will be talking about what we think is the tops of the latter part of the series, Halloween H2O. Say goodbye to everyone, Tom. That's a very important caveat, by yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the voice at the end of the infomercial that denies the rest, that denies the entire text. May cause your penis to go limp. Exactly. <laughs> Say goodbye to everyone, Tom. Trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> That's so much to say. So much. They got lucky with one yeah. acting rapper. Not so lucky with a second. And it sent them down a very, <laughs> very bleak path. <laughs> I'm going to save it for the episode. Oh, yeah. All right. That's it, everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Until next time. Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out 2 a T Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. 2 a T Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're going to find a variety of exercises. You're going to have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. I like to think I know something about beer, but nowadays even I get overwhelmed when confronted by the exhaustive selection of craft beers they have at bars, breweries, and even grocery stores. Back in the day you had one, maybe two craft beers to choose from, and if you were confused, you ordered a Guinness. But in beer stations like San Diego, the craft beer options lately are in double, sometimes even triple, digits. So what's a beer drinker to do? You need what I need, the Vegas Beer Guys. Your beer of choice should be a perfect blend of malt and hops. And so a live show about beer needs that same balance. And the Vegas Beer Guys matches beer expert Dan Aker with self-proclaimed beer novice Stephen J. Weiss. The results are eminently drinkable. 
They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They'll try new beers. They'll tell you about beers. Think of them as your beer sherpas guiding you up a foamy-headed mountain to reach the peak of your pint. God, I need a beer.